Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Tuesday. It is the first day of November. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. With a week left until Election Day, election officials are recommending that Iowans bring their completed absentee ballot to their county auditor instead of mailing it. Absentee ballots must be received by your county auditor by 8 p.m. next Tuesday, November 8th, to be counted. Postmarks and postal barcodes don't count anymore. Jennifer Garms is president of the Iowa State Association of County Auditors. She says voters can still return a ballot by mail today, but Garms recommends voters bring their ballot to their county auditor if possible. It's not too late for people to put their ballots in their mail, but they could certainly drop it off at the auditor's office, and some counties do have drop boxes available when the auditor's office is not open. Voters can also check if their ballot was received at voterready.iowa.gov. In-person early voting continues through November 7th. The Democratic National Committee has set the dates where they will decide the fate of the Iowa caucuses for their party. The DNC Rules and Bylaws Committee plans to set the presidential nominating calendar next month on December 1st through the 3rd at their meeting in Washington, D.C. Back in June, Iowa Democrats, along with more than a dozen other states, auditioned before this committee to go in the early window. Part of Iowa's pitch was completely reworking how the Iowa caucuses would work, so a disastrous result like the one in 2020 does not happen again. The DNC decided to push the calendar decision past the midterm election. Meanwhile, the Republican National Committee plans to move forward with the current early window for their party of Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina. Today marks the first day of open enrollment for Iowans who want to find health insurance plans through the Affordable Care Act marketplace. We get the details from IPR's Natalie Krebs. Last year, more than 72,000 Iowans enrolled on a plan through the ACA marketplace, according to federal data. Doug Oman is the Iowa Insurance Commissioner. He says enrollment numbers have increased over the past few years, especially during the pandemic. That says more plans have become available for Iowans through the marketplace. Oman says Iowans who are interested in enrolling in a plan should not wait. We encourage people to don't delay on their decision, you know, get the decision made and get things sort of locked in. Uh, again, that that will impact the coverage in those early, early months. So it's really important to get things settled, in my view, before the end of the year. Iowans who are interested can go to healthcare.gov. Open enrollment goes through January 15th. A flock of more than a million chickens is the latest to get hit by bird flu in Iowa. The Iowa Department of Agriculture says the case of highly pathogenic avian influenza was found in a commercial flock of egg-laying hens in Wright County. A spokesman says the flock has approximately 1.1 million birds. It's being destroyed to prevent the virus from spreading. More than 14 million commercial and backyard birds in Iowa have died from bird flu or been killed to contain it. Iowa has been hit harder by bird flu than any other state this year. And public schools in Iowa are now allowed to stock Narcan, also known as naloxone, the drug that when administered may be able to reverse an overdose. Ben Miskell is a professor in the University of Iowa College of Pharmacy and is hosting educational sessions with district nurses in both the Iowa City and Clear Creek Amana school districts to discuss the potentially life-saving medication. He said opioid overdose deaths are increasing nationally, locally, and in adolescence. There's a big push right now to understand that 
you know, we don't always plan for a fire, but most people have a fire extinguisher. We hope it never gets used, but if it does, we're prepared. And that's kind of the way that we're approaching our canon schools is we hope we never have to use it. But in case we do need it, we hope that it's there. Iowa school boards need to create a policy, then go through the Iowa Department of Public Health to obtain their kits. The UI aims to expand the project throughout the state and is asking UI College of Pharmacy alumni to provide needed education to school nurses. This is Here First. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Iowa's third congressional district race between incumbent Democrat Cindy Axney and Republican Zach Nunn is viewed as one of the most tightly contested races in the country. With Democrats holding a slim majority in the House, flipping the third could help swing control of Congress. And IPR's Grant Gerlock reports it could come down to how voters feel about their bank accounts. Polling shows the economy is the top issue on the minds of most voters in the midterm elections, in particular inflation. On the campaign trail, Republican Zach Nunn doesn't let voters forget it. We're in a situation right now where we are at harvest season, where we saw coming in folks in trucks and combines, and the price of diesel for them not going down. That's Nunn addressing supporters who filled the back room of the West Side Bar and Grill in Earlham, about 30 miles west of Des Moines. Nunn is running against Democrat Cindy Axney in Iowa's redrawn 3rd District, which includes the Des Moines Metro. It also added parts of rural southern Iowa. Those are some of the poorest counties in the state, places that could be more sensitive to Nunn's focus on how costs have gone up. Your insurance going up, your ability to afford that first home for a couple of new home buyers could become vastly out of reach because of the rate of inflation. The highest inflation rate in my lifetime, 8%. Or at least since he was born in 1979 when inflation was in the double digits. Nunn puts the blame for inflation squarely on spending bills passed by Democrats, although economists say pandemic stimulus is just one of many factors in the price hikes. In her own campaign stops, Congresswoman Cindy Axney defends laws like the American Rescue Plan. It sent billions in federal funding to Iowa that's now going toward things like affordable housing and broadband. But Sandra Shepper, who was at the meetup in Earlham, says she's supporting Zach Nunn in hopes that Republicans will take the House and cut back programs approved by Democrats. I would love for them to be able to undo many of the bills that were passed that spent trillions and trillions of dollars purporting to help inflation when it was really a smaller version of the Green New Deal. Back in 2018, Cindy Axney beat a two-term Republican to win the 3rd District as part of a blue wave backlash against President Donald Trump. Here in 2022, economic anxiety led by inflation gives none hope that he'll be part of a Republican wave to win back the House. And Axney's seat is one of a handful held by Democrats that are now leaning in favor of their Republican challengers. Voters are angry and voters are fearful and they want somebody to blame. And the in-party is always an, an easy target. That's Drake University political science professor Dennis Goldford. He says there are several reasons Axney is vulnerable. There's a lot of new territory in the 3rd District and voters who don't know her. Also, Republicans usually turn out better in midterms anyway. But then there's inflation, which Goldford says hits differently as an economic issue. 
Unlike unemployment, it directly affects practically everyone. The Democrats can say the economy's booming, we've got lots of jobs. That's their only bright spot. But the, the, the real thing that uh, affects everybody when you drive by the gas station, of course, is prices and inflation. And uh, that hurts people a lot. Congresswoman Axney says she agrees that higher prices for groceries and gas are a problem. But she pushes back on a rhetorical question that Zach Nunn likes to throw out in campaign appearances. That is, are you better off than you were two years ago? You can't tell me, you know, that your family hasn't done better um, when we were able to support folks during COVID and make sure they kept jobs. Axney says the funding that Republicans criticize has shown direct benefits in local communities. For instance, emergency funding for cultural venues kept the movie theater open in the town of Atlantic. This isn't just a job for these folks, right? This is a key piece of their town. She says lawmakers should keep working to bring down inflation by onshoring supply chains and going after corporations collecting big profits from higher prices. When asked how he would respond to inflation, Zach Nunn says he would repeat what Republicans have done in the Iowa legislature. As he said in the debate on KMA radio, that means limiting spending and reducing taxes. Let's do what works in Iowa. Put money back in Iowans' pockets. Watch our economy, our hometowns, our families grow. With inflation weighing on voters' minds, the results in the 3rd District race could turn on who voters believe has the best solution to bring prices down. I'm Grant Gerlach, IPR News. Election Day is now just a week away, and voters here will decide whether Republican Senator Chuck Grassley should have an eighth term in the U.S. Senate. National Democrats have mostly given up on this state that was once seen as highly competitive, but this is the closest race Grassley has ever had. I took a look at the state of the race and filed this report, and we should just note that this story originally aired last week. This is the 99th county, county meeting that I've had for the 42nd year in a row, and I... Republican Senator Chuck Grassley has been representing Iowa for what seems like forever. For decades, he was reelected in a state many saw as purple. Megan Goldberg is a political scientist at Cornell College in eastern Iowa. She says things have changed. So as things have gotten more polarized, so have people. And so you should expect a lot of states that were purple to start to shift one direction. We have the demographics that like are going to push us in the rightward direction, not the leftward. Like so many places in the country, the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade energized supporters of reproductive rights here, even in small towns that turn out big for Republicans. Like in McGregor, where I come across a handful of protesters holding signs that say things like women, vote like your life depends on it, because it does. Aaron Cubbin is one of the protesters here almost every Friday. We are barreling towards, you know, the midterms, which seem seem like they could go either way. We're barreling towards 2024, which really seems like the last chance we have to stay a democracy. It's scary. She says it's hard to believe Iowa helped launch former President Obama's rise to the White House and was among the first to legalize same-sex marriage. It's also the same state where Chuck Grassley has been in Washington for nearly a half century. He's been reelected easily, partly because he presents himself as a moderate. But the 89-year-old has learned to embrace former President Trump like Republican voters have in the state. Grassley accepted his endorsement at a Trump rally in Des Moines last year. 
I was born at night, but not last night. So if I didn't accept the endorsement of a person that's got 91% of the re Republican voters in Iowa, I wouldn't be too smart. Thank you, Republican support is not hard for Grassley to find. That means, though, he's often facing questions about the legitimacy of the 2020 presidential election. I asked Grassley recently why he pivots to talk about election policy instead of pushing back on Trump's false claim about a stolen election. Don't you think that's what I should be doing instead of talking about the personality of, of an individual? Would that be an opportunity, though, to say that the election was legitimate? You voted to certify the election I, of President Joe Biden. I shouldn't have to repeat that. It's a fact that what I said on November the 14th when the electoral votes were December. counted. December. De oh, December 14th, yeah. You hear his staffer there at the end. It's clear Grassley is an institution in Iowa. But a new Des Moines Register Iowa poll suggests voters might be ready to move on, even as this state becomes redder. Grassley is just three points ahead of his Democratic challenger, retired Navy Admiral Mike Franken. There's a portion of Iowa that will not vote for me because I'm a Democrat. That will not change. I will hold office and I will support them to the best of my ability. That's completely different than the Republican perspective on this state, where it is support your own and to hell with the rest. Many had written Franken's campaign off after a police report surfaced saying he kissed a former staffer without consent. And the National Democrats aren't engaged here either. Still, Franken raised twice as much money as Grassley in the last fundraising quarter. And he's hammering Grassley on abortion, hoping that will drive Iowans to the polls. Megan Goldberg at Cornell College says Franken may have a very narrow path to victory. Where Republicans go in and they vote for Republicans, for governor, for the House of Representatives, and they skip voting in the Senate race because they're not interested in voting for Grassley, but they can't bring themselves to vote for a Democrat. Um, because it's just split ticket voting is not a common phenomenon. Expect Franken to highlight Grassley's extensive tenure in Washington in the remaining days as he attempts the seemingly impossible task of unseating a titan of Iowa politics. This is Here First from IPR News. Be sure to subscribe so you can listen every day. And for news anytime and our election voter guide, visit our website, IPR.org. I'm Clay Masters.